Hey, it's Steve. Thanks for checking out the free version of our podcast. Just a quick reminder, Dog, Brendan, and I do a at least a one-hour show, usually an hour and a half every single day, and put it up for your enjoyment. If you become a subscriber, that is. Go to doll.com and sign up today. It's super easy. You could do it right on your phone, doll.com. Now enjoy this free episode of the Steve Doll Podcast. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. Listen to the, listen to those two sexy deep voices coming at me. Fixing yeah. feet beautifully. Uh, hold on, oh, oh yeah. Hold on, uh, let me make a quick adjustment. Here. Okay, Ooh. do it again. Hi, <laughs> I'm here in my Bucktown apartment with my dog Hank. <laughs> People made fun of me on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know oh. if anybody's made fun of me on TikTok yet. I've only I've only put up three things and they, none of them were like groundbreaking it's not me uh-huh. twerking or anything or, no? or pulling a prank some really mean prank on janet or something like that or you know that one where where the auctioneer goes hey i've got a milk she looks like she's been through but have you ever heard that one seen that one i it's guess a it's a tiktok yeah it's um, a, i haven't seen that one no. it, well i you know it selects things for you i guess so Mm-hmm. But I I get this one a lot where it's the the audio is some guy going well there's got a milf and a milf she looks like she's been put through the rigor got been pat like he's selling a, a milf like she's cattle and oh, guys nice. well guys play it to their wives and their wives you know are either mad or they're aware of they're in on the joke or you know they know what it is or whatever but it's it's a weird thing what do I hear it's like a guy auctioning off a milf I get that one a lot. I don't know. I should probably clear my browser history. What's, yeah. Some, uh, al- something algorithmically that's uh, got you pegged. Yeah, yeah. And I get, um, you know what I don't like? I mean, do either of you watch any TikToks? Cause it, yeah, here and there I'll, I'll wander over to the site. And, it's a and really good time waster. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, been, I've been avoiding it. I just don't, it just seems like it's too much. I, yeah. yeah. It, I, yeah, it is. It's kind of stupid. But the thing that really bugs me the most right now, Brendan, is mm-hmm. the people who, like, you have to l- sign up to get part two. Yeah. Of a story. It's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, I usually just go on to the next one then. Well, I have found that if you swipe to the left, you get all their things and then you can figure out which one is the second one without having to subscribe to them. Sure. If you're. But sometimes it's not the very first thing. It's like way down in their feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, you know, um, this, doesn't that sort of defeat the whole purpose of it? I mean, I get that it's a way to get people to follow you, but mm-hmm. isn't TikTok just supposed to be a TikTok? It's supposed to be a quick swipe through. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. it plays for however long they are, and then you you know go to the next one. But right, right. I I don't believe I've taken any shit, but I I usually don't read the you know I haven't. I mean, I read comments, you know, but I haven't looked at any of the TikTok comments. But I haven't done anything really, um, sexy, you know, well, or groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, and I I guess I wouldn't mind trying talking up some records, but I don't. I'm just. I'm slowly but surely experimenting with it, and I'm only up to the point now where I know I can put music behind what I say. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, generic music. It's not like, you know, hammering out the hits type music. Mm-hmm. So i got to figure that part out next. But I'm in no hurry because I'm, I'm still, you know, 
improving my uh, Mario karting. So, oh, by the way, I got some great tips from some subscribers. So, thank you. Great. Yeah. So, um, about the about the game, about Mario karts. Yeah. Yeah. How you can prevent some things from happening. Um, it, that is also a great time waster. And actually, I think we've spoken about this. Uh, it makes me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like I'm in the I play the Grand Prix or whatever, and so you get like four races, and then and then it wants to stop, and then you can go back and like look at your races. Why would anyone really do that? Wow. <laughs> I mean, although when I was playing with Jackson in Florida, he wanted to go back and go through all the races. I was like, no, no. So then you have to go through the process of setting up a new car and everything again. It's kind of that's kind of a pain. Also, if you don't use, I think, if you don't use a Nintendo um, authorized or whatever uh, micro SD card, mm-hmm. every time you turn it on, it goes. Let me see if I can run the software if, on this card. Ah, uh, sure. So it's like an unnecessary screen, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a long time to load every time. And I'm like, How, why should it take a long time to load? I just play the one fucking thing over and over. <laughs> I've given up on Fortnite. I couldn't. Uh, yeah. I couldn't find. The, couldn't find this stream or whatever I was. Oh. The the uh, portal. That's that. You know what? Play what you dig, right? I love the Mario Karts, man. I mean, it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. You're uh, a driving guy, anyway. I like to drive. Yeah, and uh, it's just uh, I don't know. I it's fun and I've been getting some good tips like it, once you get a banana if you hit the left paddle if you push it, not hit it but but push it down and keep it down the banana goes behind you to protect you oh yeah okay yeah, stuff gotcha. like that mm-hmm. but I still don't know how to get that slime that ghosty guy that comes and mm. then he slimes your window your windshield okay. I don't know how to stop him yeah. does that happen at at a stop sign and he comes and does that to you and wipes it off for you and wants money for it? <laughs> no. No, I think that's in Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Um, th- this is just while you're racing it, a, a ghost appears and he goes, Arr! he makes he makes a face and then he just slimes your, your, your windshield and you can't see for a while, but it's not, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I think Janet thinks I'm nuts because I, I do leave the sound up a little bit, and you hear there's a lot of talk. Luigi does a lot of talking. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, mm. nonstop talking. He's talking smack the whole way, and uh, she looks at me sometimes like I'm I'm nuts, which is not. Is, is Luigi not, smack smack talking you, or is are you Luigi doing the smack talking to the other drivers? I'm Luigi. Okay, and like so he'll like if he passes you and stuff, he'll be like, "Hey, Luigi," you know, whatever. <laughs> so it's. I don't know if the other. I only go with. I'm only Luigi, so I don't mm-hmm. know if the other characters do that. Yeah, they all have little little, little things that they say, mm-hmm. road yeah. rage kind of stuff. Yeah, well, it's more like ha ha, you know, yeah. just 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 past road you mark. or hit you with a, a green shell or a red shell or whatever. So, man, mm-hmm. yeah. exciting times for me here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, no, it's, it's a, a that's that's what video games are for. It uh, as I. I think I've mentioned before, it turns your brain off in the similar nature to drugs or alcohol. Yeah. Like it's or meditating, op- even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, It occupies your mind fully so you don't get that stinking thinking. Yeah, it keeps the stinking thinking out. Interesting, yeah. 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 Well, there's plenty of that to go around in my brain, too. But, yeah, it does. I mean, yesterday in the middle of the afternoon, I was 
I mean, I, th- I drifted off during one race. I still came in fifth, which was pretty good, I thought. <laughs> that's, that's real skills. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was really far ahead. And then I, you know, and then I fell asleep you, at you the wheel. Tortoise, tortoise inherited it? Uh-huh. I totally larousseded it. <laughs> sleep at the wheel. I, I just saw a tweet uh, a half hour ago or so from our uh, old friend uh, Ryan Burrow, newsman, uh, Chicago news guy. He said... Uh, yeah, who's he? He he worked with us at WLS for a while, and then he left to go left to go to WGN and do some national news coverage. Huh. Okay, uh, yeah, good guy. Well, um, I really don't remember him. I worked with him. I, at, I didn't yeah. forge a relationship like you did. I you know. Well, I, I feel like him. I have a missed you know I missed an opportunty there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Brendan would, would gravitate toward the newsroom. You know, yeah. I worked with him at uh, News for Women as well, so I knew him before that. So maybe that's a. Uh, yeah, but anyway, he tweeted uh, at Newsboro. Tweeted Kenosha County Sheriff's oh, that's Office a pun. at Newsboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Right. right, right, right. Kenosha. Kenosha Wait, hold, County. On, hold on, hold on. We got plenty of time here, bro. Slow it down. Slow your roll. I just got it. News Bureau. Yeah, just got it. Yeah. Very good. That's the news guys. They're all smart. That's why he gravitates towards them. We're just mm-hmm. dumb. Yeah. God, those rock guys are fucking idiots. Yeah, fucking morons, man. <laughs> At least the one guy can play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing else. He's got nothing. He doesn't know anything that's going on around him. Uh, Kenosha <laughs> County Sheriff's Office says a deputy observed a man who appeared asleep behind the wheel of a Tesla with autopilot capabilities on I-94 doing 82 miles an hour for two miles <laughs> wow. across the Illinois-Wisconsin border. The 38-year-old Palatine man denied he was asleep. Just, he was just thinking? <laughs> I guess. I was in deep thought, officer. My, my Tesla's got the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I mean, that's that's what they're going for, so... Tesla I don't think it's, to, uh, I don't think it's that legal a, yet. Sorry. Use that as a victory. They're probably like, guys, we did it. We nailed it. Two yeah. miles. Well, I think they've done more than that, but I think they have to do it experimentally with a person awake. I don't okay. think you're supposed to. We're not at the point. It's not the future where you could be asleep yet. <laughs> He's skipping ahead. Yeah, yeah. That is the dream, though, right? Well, I think that's the plan. Yeah. Um, I don't dog know. Com- dog coming back from Simon's just. Fast asleep. Completely right. hammered. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> I'm so fucked up, man. Not cutting myself off at yeah. the halfway point. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah, that's the no. dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the all-electric focus takes you I'll, home. <laughs> I'll have a toke off that, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Got any sleeping pills, right. man? Like as I'm loading the car in to go home. Yeah. I'll have, pass me that marijuana <laughs> cigarette. And give me a couple of those Ambien's, too. Oh, God. And I go to sleep in the back seat. Yeah, go in the back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, focus. You know what to do. Don't even wake me up when we get home. I'll just sleep in the car. Right. Put on some Floyd, man. (laughs) (laughs) Someday. Oh, yeah. I guess. I don't know, man. I mean, everybody's got to have one then, right? right? I don't know. I guess not. I mean, they... They, you know, Mike. I have that thing on my car that will will parallel park it for me. 
I've never mm. used it. I don't even no. know how to turn it on. I probably should turn it on and see what it's like. Because mm. that's sort of the, that and the, you know, all the cameras around the car and everything. That's all the technology that they, they, they use, I think, with and GPS and all that crap. So, But you don't want to um, surrender those well-honed skills of being able to do that, right? Unless it's a, mm. I mean, you're not even going to, you're not going to even consider a parking space where it's iffy and it's a parallel parking requirement, right? Well, I'm pretty good at parallel parking. So, but I mean, if you're out and about, you're very particular about your parking spaces and you won't. Yeah, I don't, a parallel, I don't, I think is one of my preferred spaces because that means there's only, you know, a car um, in front of you on your bumper and a car behind you. Mm -hmm. It's the sides of the car that I find to be the most vulnerable. Yeah. And because those are what I see, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like if there's something on the bumper, I don't really, I never see it. Because you'll, you know, I go on the side. But yeah, no, I, I find any sort of uh, uh, single parking in a single line to be good. Yeah. So I'm down. I'm down with parallel parking. Okay. But I'm I'm good at it. So I've never tried to figure out how to activate it. But I, maybe I should just for the heck of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. You know, there's a part of me that doesn't trust Elon Musk enough to, <laughs> to. <laughs> Or yeah. or Jeff Bezos, for that matter. I mean, guy sending out dick pics accidentally. So what yeah. else is accidental? You know, I mean, same with Elon Musk. He makes once a month he does something stupid. Yeah. I mean, I get how I I would too if I were them. Even Bill Gates can't help himself, man. Yeah. I thought that guy was buttoned down. He's like, <laughs> wheels are coming. He might have put microchips in us. Now that you know, now that, yeah, yeah. That was one of the things I saw on TikTok. People talking about how uh, a quarter will stick to uh, they they go over their vaccination, um, you know, uh, I don't know the spot on their arm where they got vaccinated, and mm -hmm. a quarter will will stick to it like it's ma magnetized. <laughs> which I <laughs> I tried it, but it's been so long since I had a vaccine. I guess it it just yeah. kept falling off. <laughs> but but um, yeah, so I, yeah, but Bill Gates, man, come on, man. Yeah, be cool. You think yeah. billionaires would have better plans for stuff for like that, that, that kind of stuff? But. No, they're. Uh, I I feel like you know they're not socially gifted. They're yeah, but yeah, but plus, isn't he in trouble for something he did like twenty years ago? A couple decades yeah. ago, but then I think he's also in trouble because he might have been on that dude's plane. Epstein. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. Yeah. So well, whatever. You know he'll he'll he should be able to sort through it I guess, right? Just he could he could throw money at it for a while, but yeah. Well, I think when you know his wife's got a ton of money, they kicked him off the board of his own company. Oh man, yeah. Wow, Gates. Yeah. So I don't. It was consensual. I I haven't read a ton about it, but I I think I read that it was consensual with an engineer there, and uh, and then I don't know she. Why did she? And then I, I think she still went to HR. So I, I guess you could be consensual and then, un, you know, not satisfied or something. Or I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, but I'd like to go to right if I, if I could. I'd like to f talk about something. Fix uh, some. That wasn't misinformation. I guess just stupidity on my part sure. about the apples. Yeah. The mm -hmm. SMIC apple. Yeah. It's actually cosmic crisp. There's an Aww. there's a C, and then there's an O, like a psychedelic O made out of an apple that I didn't see. 
because uh, the stickers are little. And then there's SMIC, the last four letters of the word cosmic. Yeah, okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, amazing flavor, infinite possibilities. I don't know. That seems, that's a lot. Uh, it's the apple of big dreams, it says here. Um, mm. So, And it seems like there's a video that goes with that. So let's uh, let's enjoy that. Cosmic Crisp, the apple of big dreams. And the delicious result of... You guys know me as a big dreamer, so you can yeah. see why I'm, I'm drawn to the apple. You've got to find an apple that matches your dreams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're really good. i got to say, they're really good. They're, I guess Honeycrisp would be my favorite, was my favorite, but these are even better than that. Wow. Yeah. 20 years of classical breeding by Washington State University. What is classical? That's apple fucking, right? It is. It's enforced apple fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Perverts. Mate. Mate. breeding. To find out, let's jump back to the beginning. The apple seed. All apple trees begin their journey as a seed. Oh, come on. You don't have to go back that far, I don't think. All the way. There's a creationist version of it. Applings grow for five to ten years before producing flowers, which are naturally pollinated by bees and other insects. Yeah, I don't know. In the creationist version, uh, I think the apples, the apple tree was just there, just there. Yeah, like like Adam just wandered into like a tableau. You're right. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, you know what I could use though? It's a piece of ass. Hey, just pull out one of those ribs. What? Who said that? Yeah, like but that. it's made out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking myself. I can't have intercourse with me. <laughs> yeah, where did Cain and Abel come from? Too. That's my second question. These trees are then able to produce seeds that carry a combination of... I mean, no. I know where they came from. Where do Cain and Abel's children come and their wives and their children come from? See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The two parent varieties. If planted, those seeds may show a new combination of characteristics, resulting in a whole new type of apple. Classical breeding simply replicates this natural process in a monitored environment. We don't need to know. How does this help me like that apple? Although I'd like to hear you get this gig, Doc. I think this would be right up your. It is a nice. Your industrial. Uh, that would be fun. I'd love to. Cosmic breeding. Classic breeding. Don't but, rule yourself out, sir. Meh. I don't know. And his team fertilized an oh, enterprise yeah. app. All right. It's getting personal now. Varieties like Red Delicious, Granny Smith, Enterprise, and Honeycrisp. This Honey, Honeycrisp 1991, so that's old apple. Yeah. Aww. Brings us back to Cosmic Crisp. Bruce Barrett, a horticulturalist at Washington State University, believed the ideal apple hadn't yet been invented. Honey? What, Bruce? I don't think the ideal <laughs> apple's been invented. Oh, God, Bruce. Bruce, it's 4 a.m. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm serious, honey. In the early 1990s, he started dreaming of a new apple, one that would surpass all others with its combination of taste, texture, and usability. Through classical breeding, Bruce and his team fertilized an enterprise. Is there some sort of inhumane breeding? Is that why they keep saying classical breeding? Must Maybe they mean like lab breeding or something. I don't know. Well, it seems like they're doing it in an orchard, but I guess just to prove that it's like highly... I guess, you know, like breeding a racehorse or something. Mm-hmm. It's not just like bees pollinating. Huh. 
Look what happened. A bee pollinated, took some pollen from that apple tree, put it on that one, got a different apple. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Hey, how, how many bees do you think there are? How, how many you think we could get them to repeat that? Like that. Bryce Apple, known for its bold red color and easy growing characteristics, with pollen from a honey crisp, a crunchy and juicy apple. 10,000 trees and Which 20 known for its bold red and usability. Through classical breeding, Bruce and his team fertilized an enterprise apple, known for its bold red color and easy uh. growing characteristics, with pollen from a honey crisp. Kind of like interracial or something. Yeah. An, an enterprise with a honey crisp. Enterprise doesn't seem like a good name for an apple. Just a yeah. rent-a-car company or a spaceship, I think. Yeah. A crunchy and juicy apple. 10,000 trees and 20 years later, their research, tasting, and testing resulted in the one. This vibrant red apple, with its distinctive cosmic pattern, crisp texture, and delicious flavor, was named by consumers, and the Cosmic Crisp Apple was born. From There's an edit there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Named by consumers. And the Cosmic Crisp was born. Um, okay, I have not noticed any cosmic design, but I'll, I'll try to check it out. You know, kind of At just... only $7 an apple, it provides. <laughs> yeah, the... I, don't, I don't know how much they are. but Dream to seed to over 15 million trees now planted throughout Washington State. This patented superstar fruit is a huge hit for both growers and consumers. The outstanding achievement of the Cosmic Crisp demonstrates how imagination, inspiration, and science can create a naturally innovative fruit, earning its title, the Apple of Big Dreams. Right, that they trademarked. So, like, the title that they came up with. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to call it the Apple of Big Dreams because that's what it was. Yeah, okay, Bruce or whatever his name is. All right, Bruce, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's good. That makes me like it less. Actually, which so that's some negative. That's some bad. That was a bad idea to put that on the website, maybe. But uh, it's a it's a hot seller. Apparently, there uh, early adopters of uh, this cosmic crisp are making big money. Oh, people that planted the trees. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, it's I, I got to say it's 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 really good. <laughs> so, so if you see one, I'd give it a try. I will, yeah. Did yep. you buy it at a at a fancy place or Mariano's? Okay. So it's fake fancy. <laughs> it's just a Dominic's, really. <laughs> With Kroger shit in it. Um, you know, at a at an olive bar. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, they're a buck fifty each. Hmm, that's not too much, is it? Yeah, now I'm seeing a more recent market article where there could be a sophomore slump for Cosmic Crisp. Oh no, really? Yeah, because of the pandemic. Okay, well, just because people aren't out buying apples. Yeah, it's just the a- like Cosmic Crisp reached celebrity state. How did I not know? How I, I thought I was out, out you know. Brendan, you're our celebrity guy. Why didn't you tell us about the celebrity apple? Right, slipped through my fingers. Show showbiz Shelley. <laughs> the Cosmic Crisp reached celebrity status its first year on the market. Prices, demand, and media attention all soared. We didn't give it any attention. Its sophomore year has been a little less exciting. 
The coronavirus pandemic altered the habits of retailers and shoppers who chose to stick with cheaper, tried-and-true varieties, putting downward pressure on prices and slowing shipments of Washington State University's Apple. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Um, You're still supporting it. They had them at Mariano's, so... Yes, that's good. Oh, I see the cosmic pattern. Yeah, there's like little white dots all over it. Yeah. Uh, hmm. All right. Cool. More white, yellow. I don't know what color they are. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, FOB prices for Cosmic Crisp averaged 43 per 40-pound box in late March and early April, down from 72 the previous year. Oh, yeah. That is kind of a bummer. <laughs> good thing we only put in, a, you know, 100,000 trees, huh? <laughs> yeah. Shippers held out at the higher price point for about ten weeks, but eventually conceded in order to move fruit. Oh man! I'm getting so we're getting a deal on it, I guess. Retailers in turn lowered prices on store shelves, advertisements, and store product uh, produce sections. Routinely promoted Cosmic Crisps at one ninety nine per pound or less, and extended their marketing season through May and June. We'd be we'd love to have them as a partner, wouldn't we? Cosmic oh yeah. Crisp. Absolutely. I'll send them this. <laughs> Guys, I think we could get you back. We could help get you back up to the 72 per 40-pound box. We are big fans. Yeah, big, big fans. They really are good. And uh, so, but I um, guess apparently we're getting uh, getting a deal on them. Yeah. Sounds like 50. Are you but it's a them? nice, hearty, crisp, delicious yes. apple. Yeah, I demand a crisp apple. Same with me. That is the first thing I demand out of it. If it's not crisp, many times, uh, well, I'll eat it, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. But these are actually enjoyable to eat. It's like when it's almost gone, I'm like, oh, gee, it's almost gone. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so, and, you know, I eat the entire apple. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the stem. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll put the stem, I'll chew on the stem. But Would you like to this guy, get this guy, Bruce, working on a more flavorful stem? <laughs> well, that's the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. Dream big. The entire, and, and uh, I appreciate it, but there's no need to send me all of the articles about cyanide being in, in apple seeds, because I know that. But there's not enough in one apple a day to yeah, cause, cause any damage. So. Mm-hmm. And if there is, so be it. What an inter- what an interesting obituary that would be. Yeah. 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 Anyway, they're cosmic. Ah, he died from eating something healthy. So to, I never would have guessed it. So so to uh, anybody who knows anything about apples, they had to be like yelling at their, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they listen to the show on. You idiot! And I think they're called Smicks. S M I C. I've never heard of them before. It's only the most popular apple in the world. Yeah. Last year. Last year's apple. Right. Typical me, last year's <laughs> apple. Such a moron. I can't get the freezer open. Hmm. How'd this happen? I don't know, Madonna. Tuck in your shirt. You guys are very good. Her seat was moist. Sweeter <laughs> the grouper, flakier than mahi mahi. A cute white guy with a helmet and the, and the long hair. Even if it was only three things, I would still not know them. Typical. Welcome to the Monkey Chase the Weasel. A Russell Stover bunny. Too much cream and not enough coconut. Wait, is that why you started dropping your pants at gas stations? I don't remember. But he 
a runaway. You love meatballs. That still seems like a lot of potatoes. I'm so cool. I got the mumps. I'll buy a mattress right now. Gotcha. <laughs> April Fool's. Just going to ride it out to the end of the show. <laughs> Workshopping. Blah, 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 blah. The harder you try, the less cool you are. No, you're, you're not. Yes, no, I am. No, you're not. I'm doing the best I can. We're just being us. For all that you do, so generous and true. Today the slime ball spotlight shines on you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, today's subscriber of the day is William Wren. Bill Wren, charter subscriber. Born 11-20-63. Hey, that's my birthday. Wowee. I mean, you know, not 63, but still. Shares a birthday with me. Listener since Loop Days. Favorite bit ever, Mayor Daly being elected. Okay. Uh, Gary Meyer. Gary with like five R's. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. How you doing? Oh, he would say that to me. Hey, Anthony. How you doing? Hey, Myers. Mm-hmm. It's Meyer. No, it's Myers. Anthony, great... Uh, Great. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. It's a script for me. Uh, hey, 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 Anthony. How you doing? Great day at Streets and Sand, Myers. How's that, Anthony? Our guy is back in the mayor's chair. We told. Oh, I can't. I did not say this. Uh, never. That's yeah. That's sure. Something I. It's uh, you know. Now that I'm woke, mm-hmm. it's something I can't say. But, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but we told some someone to get out and shovel. We're, uh, to get out and shovel, we're back into truck playing cards, eating donuts and what have you. All right. Uh, I'd like to think I've done better than that, Bill, but whatever. It's cool. Uh, is my spouse a fan? She tolerates it, but I found out the podcast is a personal experience. All right. Mitch Trubisky leaving. Mitch, you were like a promised birthday blowjob that never happened. Whoa. Did you say that? I don't think so. I think he's it's just, he's adding content there. Ooh. Bill Wren. He put his phone number like, if you need, if you need more. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Although that is kind of true. I saw Mitch's. But I, that's, not a, I, that's not a promise that gets made around here. So, Yeah, hats so, off to Bill for at least getting a promise. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes is- I'll get promised, you know, like, how about tonight? They're like, oh. And, you know, that's very rarely ever followed up on. or It's followed up on, but it's never followed through on. Gotcha. Followed up on by me. No. Just go get your dilly bar. And then, oh, okay. <laughs> dilly bar. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Bill Wren, you are... The Dollcast subscriber of the day. For all that you do, so generous and true. Today the slime ball spotlight shines on you. Thank you. The email address is stever at doll.com if you'd like to be a subscriber of the day. The show also brought to us by our fantastic podcast partners, such as David Hochberg, Team Hochberg, 855-56-David, 56david.com. 
Foot First Podiatry, 847-352-9221, footfirst.com, Chicago, Oakbrook, Schaumburg. Fixing feet beautifully. That was a good one. Is Keith still doing the uh, TikTok? Is he still getting... Uh... Yeah, I I told him how you had three views. And, uh, oh, yeah, so, that... he said, so he said you a text, like, keep reaching for those stars. You're only about 3.8 billion behind me. Um. Yeah, I guess I kind of recall that. Thanks. That was nice of you to do that. Yeah, you want to get inspired? Yeah, I just show that we have like you know, zero power. He only got like three. So I think you're wasting your money being on the podcast. Quite frankly, <laughs> now that I'm handling your advertising. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Hold on a second now. I but I think I have more than three, but not that, not that many more. Let's see here. I don't like the TikTok logo. It looks blurry, you know? I guess that's on purpose. Right? Know what I mean? Um, kind of looks like a blurry screen. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see here. I have... 3D, it looks like. One of them has 250, one of them has 242, and one of them has 241. There you go. Not K. Just, you know, just by themselves. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, but he had he had like a million something, four million. Yeah, but that's because they're feet. People, you know, people care about feet like from a a um, a functional perspective. They care about them from a a looks perspective, and then there's just freaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably, you know, you know, probably, you know gratifying themselves one thing you can say about my videos nobody's gratifying themselves to to them or yeah. you know it might be 240 people who really are no, i don't think so anyway that's i mean good for him but i think feet is uh that's uh well, that's, that's an accomplishment no doubt because I, I i look when i look at the things that it serves me up i see you know most of them don't have that many mm-hmm so, oh yeah, um, that's good. And I mean, some of these, you know, people are really, they're really, you know, making an effort, and they, they, you know, they don't have as many as Keith. So, yeah, and he's just showing feet, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's he's showing the before and after. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's good. I don't think you really need to encourage him to taunt me. <laughs> but you, you know, that's that uh, you know, okay. Well, it's at your own peril. <laughs> I'll have him pull his fucking ads off of your podcast so fast it'll make your head swim, asshole. What? <laughs> hey, hey, man! I just saw I just saw the Robert Feeder uh, radio ratings for the month again. Glad what's it? another mo- another day? I'm glad I'm not in radio. Yeah. Oh yeah. What yeah. was the? Yeah. What was going my man about? Eric is really slipping, man. No, well, he's on a fifth or sixth now. <sighs> yeah, Eric. Yeah, he's still in the top ten though. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm hoping uh, you, you know you should advise Keith to get a discount on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, boy, it just and, and WLS is like you know without Rush Limbaugh, it's just, it's like <laughs> what I don't understand is why WMVP has so, is so bad. Is that the is that ESPN? Yeah. I mean, they have a lousy signal, maybe. Well, I was on it, and it was the same signal, and 
it did okay. So, I mean, when it was like the loop, you know, it was AM, AM 1000. Yeah. And so I don't know about if it's a signal, but. I think the score just dominates it with sports. But what's talk. the difference? I can't tell any difference. Uh, there's more local people on the score, whereas they do national shows more on the. Yeah, I guess. ESPN and I guess for years having uh, uh, Go- Green and uh, Golick on, probably yeah. while while the score had a, a local morning show, probably wasn't helpful. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, they got but... Wa- Wa- Sylvie and Waddle, Waddle and Sylvie on there. They're good. Mm-hmm. In the afternoon. Hmm. Yeah. Now they yeah, got the know. White Sox. Yeah. But they were nope. still be- behind WLS. Wow. And that's gotta that's gotta hurt. And the White Sox are awesome, man. First place. Yeah, they are. Ten ten games above five hundred. Yeah, see, I know, I know. I take back year- everything I said about Tony Larusa. <laughs> see the Yerminator <laughs> hit that three zero pitch from a position player, just uh-huh. annihilated. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what the about Twins announcers were mad? Yeah. Well, hey. get on. It's new baseball. Forget the old school rules. Yeah. Let's make it I'm, fun. Yeah. Hey, you know, what, is, what are you supposed to do? You see when you can hit that good? Yeah. Not hit it? Fucking crush it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm trying to get in the habit of not hitting good pitches. <laughs> I find that that's more helpful. Meanwhile, on the north side, it was an emotional night as John Lester and Kyle Schwarber returned to Wrigley Field as opposing players. Wow. Ah. Uh, emotional I didn't even know those guys were gone. I knew Schwarber was gone. They got rid of Lester? Yeah, they're both on the Nationals now what? and uh, But I thought he and uh, Grandpa were friends or whatever. Grandpappy, whatever that guy's best friends. Yeah. Uh so it was yeah. It's just uh, a money thing. Did he leave for money? They didn't really offer him much apparently. Oh. I mean, he only signed with Washington for like Are they still year, friends? 7 million or something. Um, yeah, they hugged in the tunnel, and Rossi said, oh, "I would have, I, I would have wished him good luck, but uh, he knew he knew I would have been lying." And uh, yeah, there was it was all hugs and love. They played Schwarber's walk up song, "Thuggish Ruggish Bone." I mean, uh, sure. Chris Bryant left him a Twix in left field. It was so cute, and he ate it, and Jesus then he ate Brendan. it, and then he Come ate a, then he, he ate it, and then he hit a homer against the Cubs. So it was <laughs> they, and they still threw Schwarber's ball back. Uh, Lester grounded out to Rizzo, and Rizzo didn't move. Like it was, he just he waited for Lester to run down the line. It was pretty funny. It was great. It does night. sound like fun. Yeah. You want me to package that up and send that over to uh, ESPN? <laughs> no, no. I, I've I've realized sports. I, I don't think I ever. You know, I never pursued sports radio because I I don't want it to be. I, 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 it's just not for me. What? Micro focusing on on sports for four hours. Like, I like to do it for fun, you know. You know, if he's in the three gap, <laughs> if he's in the if he's played the two technique, like, what are you talking about? I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I don't care. I we have other stuff to do. But that and, you know, that's 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 uh, you would be made fun of on sports radio for that. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Cute. Did, yeah, this is a sneaky from uh, Elmwood Park. Uh, did you just say cute? That was cute. A Twix bar was cute. What's wrong with you? I'll hang up Alyssa for my answer. All right. Now, this is uh, sports uh, for men with chocolate. 
yeah. taking what you learned at news right. with news for ladies with chocolate. The softer exactly. side of sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they incorporate Cute it all. Sports. Mm-hmm. I feel bad sometimes. Like I know Sylvie, nice guy, and a lot of a lot of those sports radio guys. Mm-hmm. Every time they're in public, I've noticed, and so, they cower. Like, no people. Yeah. They're constantly being challenged right. by men on their sports knowledge, so they always have to be on guard where somebody comes up and says, Oh, Yohan Mankata, they have to like be they they have to top them with a because they don't want to be perceived, you know, they don't want Right. There's there's a constant challenge going on uh to to the to right. their knowledge, to their hierarchy of of sports. Right, but uh, those are people who listen, right? Yes. Because they know their opinion already. Yeah, I guess. yeah. So, so that's the good news. Mm-hmm. I would just I would go out and drag. Excuse me. <laughs> Can I get another piece of that? Thank you. Mm, delicious. Oh. <laughs> so this is deep dish pizza. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're um, getting and, and in public, you're getting approached by the guy who wants to talk your ear off about. You know, stuff that you just spent four hours of your mm-hmm. work day talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I disagree. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I really am able to form my own opinion about sports. Surprisingly, I'm able to watch a game or read an article and uh, form my own opinion. Hmm. Yeah. Just based on the facts presented. Yeah. So I don't necessarily need it to be figured out for me by somebody dumber than I am. Right. And <laughs> two, I mean, excuse me, two people dumber than I am. Because <laughs> they can never just be, you know, it's not, not just ever one dummy. Yeah. You have to have the the arguing dummies. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So. But there are, you know, there are guys that do it well that uh, make me, inter- like, have a more casual and... uh and knowledgeable approach, like like you a know, Tom Thayer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even though he's not on every day, but mm-hmm. you know, I could he's listen to him a, talk about football forever. Yeah, there's an insight, and there's a way he explains it that's not overly like it's not an, as analytical he's, or like it, it, he's, he's just, got nothing to prove. He already proved it, so he can just tell you go. about what he thinks and well can said. help you understand what it is he knows. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Coomer's the same way, I think. Yeah, uh, for yeah, sure. There, there's a there's a few Stacy King, you know. There's yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's DJ's problem. I haven't heard him with. I really haven't uh, heard too much. I've heard him a little bit with Len, Lenny Casper, but I think DJ's got something to prove still. Ah, uh, gotcha. See, Pony doesn't. No, Pony's got nothing to prove, man. He's still, you know, he's still, he's the Pony. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check out the Playgirl spread, man. He's you know nude on a mitt on a chair, a, a mitt that's shaped like a mitt. Yeah, and nothing yeah. to prove. Mm-hmm. Nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. Nothing to prove, yeah. man. Yeah. Permatan, looking good. And he's a good. And he's a nice guy too. So and and DJ's a nice guy. He just yeah. He just uh, uh, and and maybe with Len he's different, but with Farmio he you know was always kind of like um. I don't know. It just, it always, they, they, you know, I think they loved each other and all. It just, it was always a little, uh, well, hell, how about him at Hawk? <laughs> that was, that mean that. Okay. So I'll, I'll, let's go all the way. Let's, let's skip Farmio because, you know, 
but I mean, like, with DJ with Hawk. <laughs> no, they, why don't you say? Were... Why do you always have to say the same thing? Well, why don't you say something then? It's very oh, contentious. <laughs> Remember that? Ah, <laughs> that was awesome. All right. Well, I'll have to. Uh, I'll try to listen to. I haven't. You know, I'm not in my car ever, so I forget to listen to the to the. Uh, that's probably part of the reason they're last. Um, I, I forget to listen. You know, to the White Sox. And I, I mean, I, I can stream it. I can stream it and listen to it. So why don't I? I don't know. But I mean, I even forget to watch it on TV. To be honest with you. Yeah. I'm, you, baseball you has slipped out of my mind for some reason. Yeah, it seems that way. But I mean, I do see, I see the highlights. Like I saw Abreu, uh, you know. Oh, that slide that, on that Sunday. That slide on Sunday, yeah. Wow. That's yeah, so and awesome. I saw Tony LaRusa compare him to Albert. And then I was like, Albert Brooks? And then I, then I realized it was Albert Pujols. Sure. Uh, who, you know, I've got the autograph, you know, to Stev. That's right. So, uh, Chef Hans got me. <laughs> how do you spell, <laughs> uh, how do you spell it? S-T-E-V. <laughs> Stev. So I thought it was a pretty good compliment, right? Yeah, absolutely. I I vow to get into it. I just haven't. I don't mean to not get into it, and I don't mean to not listen to Len. I just kind of forget. Yeah, yeah. I've I I want to check it out too. You know, obviously I'm I'm listening to the Cubs games. Apparently, every you know. (laughs) So then there was a Twix bar that was left. Oh, man. And Priceless. okay, so he the way he eats them, he uh, he takes the 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 sleeve off and then he un, unwraps the foil. Then he'll just break off like one one he goes, bar. He goes left first, then yeah, right. and then he wraps it back up. Tears. Oh God, I love this. It was like how tight was the hug between Rossi and and. Uh, uh, um, Lester. Lester. How tight? I mean, how tight? Like on a scale of one to ten, like a seven, eight. When he showed up to Wrigley yesterday, Rizzo was wearing a Leicester Cubs jersey. Yeah, is Rizzo still on the Cubs? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. And uh, uh, here's the moment. Did, did he just get the wrong jersey? <laughs> was it the clubhouse guy error? <laughs> hey Rizzo, you got my jersey on. <laughs> Stupid, huh? Oh, he was he was talking about how he remembers like you know how he'll never forget partying at Lester's till all till mm-hmm. the sun came up back in after 2016. Yeah, I mean, it was just here if you want to watch the moment where Schwarber finds the candy. Not really. <laughs> it's pretty emotional. <laughs> I just like to remind all Cubs fans that Patrick Dahl is the one who made the video. That got John Lester to come here. Changed the course of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Pat Dahl made the video. The Cubs had only won 80-some games that year, and then uh, Lester signed on, Ross signed on. I don't know that it's ever been shown, but it's really good. And it, You've it fe- seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it features, uh, basically it features Lester. It, it's like imagining Lester coming to the Cubs and winning the World Series with them. Awesome. I mean, it's. I mean, it says that on the scoreboard. I mean, it's. It's really. It's really something. It's really good. And uh, and let's not forget Matt Dahl. Uh, is uh, the fellow who made the video that got Robert to sign with the White Sox. That's right. So, 
with, um, you know, trying to make up for disco demolition in any way sure. I can. Yeah. So that is kind of, that's kind of amazing, right? Oh my gosh. It's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a good story. I pitched that story to, I think, I, man, who did I pitch it to? Phil Rosenthal. And he never, he never even got back to me on it. So maybe he didn't get the email. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think that's an interesting story. Two, these two brothers, you know, both do these videos. I mean, yeah. remember when they uh, when they got Robert, uh, I, um, the Sox uh, GM, Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn, He even thanked Matt. Yeah, I don't know that Pat yeah. ever got thanked publicly, but there was an article about it. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, Pat and Matt, though, they don't necessarily want that attention for for that. I don't. Uh, I'm, They're not asking for it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm Roger Dahl on them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was a good a, idea for an article. Maybe they didn't want. It. Maybe they were like, "Phil, please, this was, this was my dad's idea." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we not do this? Yeah, sure, guys. Phil, here's what I'm thinking: Steve Dahl's sons are, <laughs> are <laughs> the Dahl family, inexorably linked to Major League Baseball. <laughs> Could you get the website in there too, Phil? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a it's it's a subscription podcast, Phil, but people love it. All right, um, and I'm glad they didn't let you do the voiceover for Lester. He might not have, you know. Might. Yeah, I would have been snarky. Oh, the Cubs win a World Series with John Lester. Woo! Oh, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Is that again, Dad? No. Is that who they? Is that who? Is that, they have that high-pitched guy doing the... My voice isn't high-pitched. Couldn't they get a man to do this? freakishly low. You're the, you know, you're the anomaly. My voice sounds fine for a grown man. You right. weirdo. Is there audio to this? Hey, KB left you a present, Kyle! That was Bleacher Jeff. Bleacher Jeff. Yeah. You give every minute one a minute to collect themselves. <laughs> so it seemed like more than one Twix bar. It it looked like a pile. Right? Yeah, like maybe yeah. maybe the fun size. <laughs> maybe because they, they want to have size. they're fun, you know, and yeah. they fit in your ba- back pocket better because right. you only have the back pocket. Uh huh. Brendan, it looks like uh, your your dream of being the Cubs PA announcer has been shattered. They have a new guy there. Yeah, they they hired a new guy. Yeah, I, uh, it would it would be awesome to you know it'd be a cool job in theory, but uh, yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> I didn't think I, uh, I I don't believe I was did at the running. Did you, did you put in a demo? I I think I put in a. Did I put in a? Yeah, I put in a a, a resume. They didn't have a demo thing, but uh, a resume yeah. for a voice. Well, it seems like they would want to hear it. Yeah. yeah, let I, me tell I, you I forget about my what voice. it was. We already you know, know who we're hiring, so just send us a resume. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I, okay. <laughs> no, I, they had an open. How do I describe my voice in words? <laughs> Silky, deep, luxurious. <laughs> I kind of felt I I wasn't 
destined to get that job, but a lot of people were like, "Hey, you got to apply for this." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, it would be it would be cool." So I I, I at least want to say I applied. Didn't I? Didn't I tell you to talk to Pat about it? Was is that not that oh, he, you, not that he has any pull? But he, I mean, he still does do work for them all the time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they hired a kid, twenty one year old kid. So that's that's Jeremiah cool. Paprocki. Yeah. His his mom was a used to work at Wrigley Field as a parking attendant, so it's it's a cool story. Okay, cool. Seems like they already knew though if they didn't want you to send a tape. <laughs> we'll just get a bunch of tapes around here. We don't need yeah. them. cluttering. Well, up the, the tapes office. are really f- f- file. I don't need all those files in my download folder. <laughs> okay, relax, man. Relax. There was a new voice echoing through Wrigley Field Monday night as 21-year-old Jeremiah Peprocki, which is delicious, by the way, made his debut as the Cubs' new PA announcer. Not only is he still a senior at the University of Illinois, Chicago, but Peprocki is also the first black PA announcer in franchise history. Yeah. Seems like he might have been out of the running all, all along. Whitest guy I know. <laughs> that right? Was I? Don't you think they had their minds made up that they were going to hire an, a black a black announcer? Oh, I, I have no idea. But uh, oh, that's exactly yeah, how that shit works. You ever read Crane Chicago? Every fucking ad is like a white guy, a black guy, woman or guy. An Asian, or, or, you know, man or woman. It's like everything is like that now. I'm not saying that's uh, wrong, but I mean that seems like that's if you're gonna, you know, get get your diversity on. That's I, a I good have place friends who are it. who are applying for jobs, and 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 it's 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 there in every job description. Basically, mm-hmm. that there's a, you know, uh, the the word diversity has has taken a more prominent place in in uh, job postings and obviously in jobs. So yeah. Yeah. Th- thanks. Um, <laughs> that would be inappropriate, but uh, what was that guy's name in Minnesota? The guy, the police officer? Chauvin? Thanks, Chauvin. Yeah, you know, like, thanks, Obama. Sure. Um, all right. Well, good luck to him. What does he sound like? Uh, he sounded sounded good. I, You know, I could only hear second. going into the top of the... Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, was... I didn't get a good, like, clear listen to it, you know, over the, the, when they showed him on TV, I feel like somebody was talking over him. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Taylor this... McGregor was talking over him. This might be the clip. Cubs on top by one going into the top of the sixth. It's an exciting evening here at Wrigley Field, of course, with the return of Kyle Schwarber and John Lester. But also, it was announced today that the Cubs have hired a new PA announcer. His name is Jeremiah Paparaki, and he becomes the first African-American PA announcer in team history. And also, the youngest, he's just 21 years old and currently a senior at the University of Illinois, Chicago. He's from the Chicagoland area, grew up a Cubs fan, and of course he says this is a dream come true. And his mom, Barbara, is in attendance tonight. There she is. She was a Cubs parking attendant back in the early 2000s, so he credits her for his love for the Cubs. Huge, uh, a lot of excitement, but a big moment for them. So congratulations to Jeremiah. There was a great piece written on him in the Sun-Times by Russell Dorsey, and we'll be catching up with him throughout the week, so can't wait to tell more of his story, guys. 
Sometimes the sometimes I like that though. That might be you know, especially as they have, you know. How often are, do you buy it? Well, as they become uh, you know less and less capitalized, that's yeah. the sometimes. I mean, I mean yeah. you know, it doesn't come out every day anymore. <laughs> it doesn't come out every day anymore. <laughs> um, I guess I shouldn't say that they had you know the, they had that the diversity angle in mind all along, but uh, it seems to be how you know big companies think these days. Which I, I'm not even saying it's wrong. I'm just you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess that's a, that's a good. It's a it's a good way to make things seem really, and not that there's not diversity on the field for sure, but you know, you sounded good from what I heard. Yeah, he sounded fine. Fine. Yeah, she hadn't had been pipes. talking over him. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. Fucking, I know. Mispronouncing Chicago land and uh, and uh, Sun Times. Is there any like just any awareness of oh he's talking now? Let me step out of the way yeah. and I could think of something off the top of my head to comment on that. Yeah, he, after he gets done talking. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. I know, no, I know. I'll be looking forward to telling more of his story throughout. You already told his whole fucking story <laughs> while he was talking. I'm Jeremiah Peprocki, and I'm the new voice of Wrigley Field. I grew up here in Chicago, born and raised. I've been here at games since I was a baby. I wouldn't be a Cubs fan if it wasn't for my mom, just because she was the person who brought me to these games. And being here to experience the game day experience and hear public address announcers allowed me to shape my craft and become the PA guy that I am today. Yeah. I would have hired about the position uh, when I was in... What? I would have hired him over B2. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's good. Plus, he's black, so it really fills in. It you know, fills in a diversity peg for us. So, sorry, Whitey. <laughs> Translucent. Miami. It was spring break uh, at the end of March, and I started freaking out because I was in Miami, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the time is now. Hitting seventh and playing in right field, number twenty-two, Jason Hayward. I got the email about uh, a, a virtual interview, and my heart dropped because I didn't expect it, to be honest. As being a, a young guy, 21, you don't really get opportunities to, to talk with a lot of professional sports teams. Having them consider me is just such an honor. We did the live audition, we did the virtual interview, and... They said that they wanted to talk to me further about further questions. So I really thought it was going to be more questions. We would like to congratulate you and officially offer you the job as the next PA announcer at Wrigley Field. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be a professional major. He's like me. Very, you know, (laughs) that's how I am when you give me a nice gift. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's got he's got the pipes, and he did uh, have experience as a you know UIC public address announcer. So oh yeah, like at the Flames games or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think they have softball there. I think they have baseball there too. Men's Brendan, baseball. do you want to do you want to at least give us a, a Justin Hayward announcement like he did? Do you want to? Is it too painful? Uh, or you want to? <laughs> Imagine no, I, a dream world, a parallel universe where this might have come true. Justin Hayward? Is it Justin Hayward? 
It's Jason Hayward. Jason, Justin, Hayward. I'm already out of the running. The, unless he's doing the Moody Blues. <laughs> I'm already, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome the Moody Blues. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, no. No, I, <laughs> Jason Hayward, batting next year, Chicago yeah, yeah. Cubs. Yeah, I, you know, I. Your voice I, might I, be too low. People would be like, "What did it? What?" <laughs> right, People exactly. Would be rumbling through there. <laughs> right, those, I, those hundred-year-old speakers that are right. hanging out. Yeah, I, I, I certainly, those. I certainly have a you know a, a noticeable voice, but I kind of, I kind of assume from the beginning they, you know, they're they're searching for a sports guy, sort of. You know, I, I don't know that I am a sports guy. Hmm. As much huh? as I love sports, so well, how is he a sports I'm more of a, guy? I'm more of a fan. Well, he's you know he's in the he's he's already in the business doing. He could have been in the AV club games to get to get the job at UIC. <laughs> That's true. Hey, which That's one true. of you nerds wants to do the announcements <laughs> for the 50 people that are here to watch this game? I'll do it, I guess. Okay, you can do it. And he, I liked his answer. Uh, Boog and uh, JD asked a Boog, Boog, I guess it is. Uh, asked him uh, who his favorite players were growing up, and he said Rizzo and also Alfonso Soriano because Soriano used to throw him baseballs in the in the in the bleachers. So that was a good answer. I liked. I respected the Soriano poll. So, so who hired him? Jed Hoyer. I I don't. This know is if... like like hiring. This is like putting uh, Brett Kavanaugh on the bench. On the. Supreme Court bench. This is like forever. He's only twenty one. He's been right. on the yeah. for like fifty years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. right. I mean, that's how long Tommy Edwards was there. Was that who it was at uh, at uh, United Center? Who was there? For- uh, they got rid of him for Ray Clay for a while. Okay, and yeah. then and then brought or no, I think Ray Clay started it, and then Tommy Edwards came. I don't, I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, yeah, I guess. The last guy left Wrigley Field after a decade or so to pursue, I think it was sports radio he wanted to go into. So Boy, I don't know. He was really know. surprised when he had to talk all the time, I'll bet. <laughs> and what? I bet, I, I feel like. <laughs> I can't just read the guy's numbers? <laughs> I feel like uh, Wrigley Field, you know, that's that might not be a full-time gig, is it? I mean, 81 I games a year. Yeah, I don't know. I, so, I really yeah, don't know. Not, yeah. Probably a good gig for a, a young man. It seems like if you want to keep somebody around, you're going to have to pay them a full-time salary. True, true. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know. But Well, um, yeah, that's uh, sounds good. Keep up the good work, kid. Yeah, I think it's uh, that's a good way for them to hide their, all their money-grubbing whiteness. <laughs> there you go. The Gallagher swe- Square. I had to look up what the fuck Gallagher was. A Gallagher? The, I thought it was maybe it was the you know Sledgematic guy. It's an insurance company. Mm. What does that got to do with baseball? Oh, doesn't matter, man. The Gallagher's love it, <laughs> right? <laughs> or whoever, whomever. <laughs> the Gallagher Square. I haven't. I've never. Yeah. I have not been up there since all that happened. So I don't. I don't know. It's crazy. It looks like Schaumburg. And it's, <laughs> it's totally unrecognizable. Like the streets of Woodfield? Yeah, <laughs> it exactly. Is. It is. It's a town within a town. <laughs> a, ta- a town within a town within a mall. They yeah. couldn't move the Cubs to Rosemont, so they moved Move Rosemont to, to Wrigleyville. To Clark and Addison. Great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, well. 
Yeah, Gallagher. It's like a, it's a big Joliet comp, uh, insurance company, I believe. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I I, uh, I was reading uh, Chicago Cranes today, and I saw it. Yeah. I didn't do a lot of reading of it. I just. Uh, yeah. yeah. Our uh, our our former uh, coworker Kylie. She she. Uh, I remember last time we were talking about Gallagher where she had informed me that uh, it was uh, they were they were a renowned family in. In Juliet. Mm. Huh. Okay, well, that's a hell of a commute. <laughs> I would have stayed, uh, maybe, a, I would have gone and sponsored the Joliet Jackhammers or something. There, there you uh, go. But whatever. Uh, yeah, she works, I think she works at Facebook now. If she, uh, she Kylie, does. if you're listening, and I, I, I think you are, mm-hmm. if you could somehow get me uh, me verified on Instagram, I'd super appreciate it. <laughs> Also, I'd like to, I'm, we're so close to having 10,000 followers, and that opens up a whole new uh, bag of uh, things that you could tricks that you can do, like swipe up and all that. So I can be like Garth, swipe up, swipe up. I want to, I want to do that. I want to be like Garth. The swipe, swipe up, swipe up whisper is one of my great joys. Swipe up, swipe up. Swipe Tonight up. on Studio Jeets, me and Miss Yearwood coming at you, big stadium tour. <laughs> Sweatshirts available. Swipe up, swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, foot, we did foot first. Uh, Fabrini's Flowers, fabflowers.com, 888-885-2000, fabflowers.com. If, if you shop there, promo code Steve saves you 10% if you call 888-885-2000. Mention the podcast, and you'll still save that very same 10%. John Heggie, Walkner Law Firm. They are ready to help you with your estate planning. Up in Northbrook, aren't they? Uh, yes, they are. Yes, they are up in Northbrook, but I believe the, they will, will come to you if necessary and yeah. or you can Zoom it. Yeah. So depending on uh, how you're feeling these days. Um, I'm still, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. But I'm still mask, I'm, you know, I'm masking it when I'm, uh, um, in a public sitch. Mm-hmm. Well, you outside even? Well, it depends. I mean, like, like give an example. Give me, you know, you give me an example because, all right, like when I'm walking with Rosie, I don't. But you're running the New York City Marathon. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, no, like when I go out, we go out to eat or whatever. You know, I'll, I'll wear it, and then when we sit down at the table, I'll take it off or whatever. Sure. But, yeah. Give it some time. What if you're pumping gas into your car at the hole at the? Don't at, at I the don't. Hose? Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I haven't been in a ton of outdoor things, really. I guess, but all right, you're I, at a strip club. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I, lap dance. I don't, I don't think <laughs> are they even open? I don't I know. So. I, I I don't I don't really feel like going to a strip club. So. Okay, like this summer when you're at the Dead and Company show. Um, yeah, I mean, if I went to a baseball game, I think I'd, I'd wear it probably till I got yeah. to my seat. You know, on the concourse and all that. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I've only pretty much gone in places. Can, can I ask why? Like, I, I'm, I'm no, I don't, I don't know that much about medicine. Clearly. Why do you have to wear it? I mean, you wear it because, I mean, you're vaccinated, so you can't 
you can still get a little bit sick. Well, I think it offers you some protection. From getting a little bit sick. You won't die from it anymore, right? Right. But you still don't want to get that little bit sick. That's why you're still wearing it because you can get it from a non-vaccinated person. I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess I wear glasses and stuff, so I'm pretty, you know, that's almost like the shield i don't know i mean maybe it's stupid i don't i, I don't know I, i'm not saying it is I'm, no I'm, I'm not i'm not offended i just i'm not sure uh yeah that's, but a lot of places i go they still want you to put them on so mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah most uh i think it'll be a slow kind of like we got used to wearing them it'll take a while to get used to not wearing them again yeah um yeah and i just don't uh you know i don't want to get into it with anybody you know yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have like a, Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. At Costco. <laughs> yeah. What's funny about that is that's been shown everywhere on the news, but most places don't identify him as Ricky Schroeder, which has oh. really got to just make him crazy. <laughs> For sure. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, at first, it was he was identified like on social media and stuff, but when it's on the nightly news, they just show the guy, the. Uh, in, in fact, I think on nightly news I saw the, the Costco guy, and then they and then when he turns the camera on himself, you saw him for a minute. But the guy, but Lester Holt didn't go, "Hey, that's Ricky Schroeder, by the way." Right. So, so and you know he's desperate because for a while he w- he was going by Rick Schroeder. Yeah. But the fact that he's going back to Ricky means that he, huh. yeah. you know, still wants to be out there. Come on, guys, it's me, come Ricky on. Schroeder. Right. Silver Spoons, anyone? Yeah, come on. NYPD Blue? Wasn't he on that? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Well, whatever. He replaced David Caruso, I think. Yeah, I think so. So he could go on and touch his, you know, pull his sunglasses down over the bridge of his nose. Mm-hmm. Go, hmm, interesting. A murder. <laughs> we probably should investigate this. Yeah, probably. John Heggie, J-H-E-G-G-I-E at Walkner Law Firm, W-O-C-H-N-E-R Law Firm dot com. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess um, I just kind of keep, you know, I have it handy, I guess. I keep it on a lanyard. I just keep it around my neck. Yeah, I'm going to do, uh, I'll, I'll wear it when, if uh, I'll just follow the rules of, you know, of a business. If I'm going into a business that says wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm. Well, I don't, because I don't know if I, people, I was counting on people that are anti-vax to be still be anti-vax, you know, like. So, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be. So, you like, know. you would be aware of them, like they would make a big deal out of it, like they have been. Yeah. But then, on the other hand, maybe now that there's no pressure, they'll just like you know, drop. And what? It. And what's the da- the danger is to them then that you'll give it to them? I, I, I well, I mean, I, you know, I I don't know. Yeah, uh, you're. I, I mean, you're you're, you're you're essentially right. I mean, I think um, you know there is some danger that they, they could get you sick though. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've been vaccinated. Um, so I guess I figure it's, you know, I I always felt like I was protecting myself and others, you know. Yeah, that's why we did it. Yeah, for the last year. Yeah. So I don't know. It just yeah, seems like know. after a year, you know, 14 months worth of doing it, I really hate to get tagged by, you know, somebody that, uh, yeah. uh, you know, was, was misrepresenting their... Uh, their state of uh, of inoculation, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Or I can just stay here. You know what? Maybe I'll just stay here and stay in the basement. Okay. 
I'm uh, I'm ready for a real Chicago summer. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I you know I mm-hmm. I have it hasn't stopped me from doing anything, but I but I keep it handy and I'll I will put it on. You know, when I go, but I really get I guess I haven't been any place where it, it said you don't have to anymore either. So. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be, I guess, that would be. Um, yeah, some some big businesses have announced that, right? That they're no longer required. Right, except that. that I think that the state, the state and local laws, certainly the state laws, override that. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I think still in Illinois, I think you still have to wear one inside. I think. Gotcha. I'm not yeah. really sure. I mean. They keep doing stories on the news about how confusing it is, but they don't ever clear up any of the confusion. Right. And here's the real answer. Yeah. They just go, well, it sure is confusing. Uh-huh. And in other news, it's still confusing. All right. Weather now. Yeah. For the third time. 847-272-7360 is John Heggie's number. Roast to order. Roast number two order dot shop is, uh, is roast to order and a promo code Stever saves you ten percent there and uh, they got some eh, some new flavors. I want to say that uh, there was a, a was there a blueberry? Did I say blueberry the other day? I think I did. I think you did. Yeah, I think I did. And if uh, you're hearing the show for the first time, and there's any confusion, this is not a service where you call them up and they they come to your house and they rip on you. It's not that kind of roast. It's a Right. It's it's coffee. Yeah. Like if you wanted to, you know, Steve's got a birthday coming up. <laughs> An insult comedian. You wanted to put together a panel of people. <laughs> right. Mike Mascow comes out, and you give him some information mm-hmm. before about the history right. of the person, what their temperament uh-huh. is, things mm-hmm. like that. And he'll custom make a very mm-hmm. highly caffeinated <laughs> insult monologue, about 12 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or is Kai in, in learning to roast? Guys, uh, no, not yet. But I, 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 I asked no, I him meant, about them. I, I meant like oh, he's the, learning. The, yeah, he's, he's from the, you. I would imagine right now. Well, right now he's just doing the rim shots. He has a snare drum, <laughs> like a marching snare that he carries. And if you want a good, you know, anti Bon Jovi honk, anything <laughs> yeah. like that, he oh, should sure. put that together for you. Yeah, absolutely. But he, he's been talking to him about roasting. Uh, I was talking to Kai. I was like, you know, like yeah, just because it sounds like Mike's business is getting. Um, thanks to the doll bump. Of course. You know? Of course. So, yeah. Getting big, so maybe he might get into the roasting game. Could be. Huh. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'd be an excellent right. skill to have. Oh, for yeah. sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. And an excellent new world skill, I think. Yeah. And A new, survival skill. New world, old world. Yeah. Kind of. Exactly. Right? That's the stuff that's coming back, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Meet yourself a sexy barista. Kai's got the hair to be have a man bun too, so nice. Could be wheelhouse. Blueberry creme brulee, chocolate raspberry, and uh, he's got uh, bundle uh, dads and grads bundles, and uh, uh, yeah, a lot a lot of stuff going on. So uh, roast to order dot shop. He's working on making the uh, the uh, delivery uh, the by USPS cheaper too because he he figured out it's. Well, it's, it's the, anything under a pound is, you know, a pound is a, is a, uh, a dividing line. So he's, he's got the, uh, the, uh, uh, three ounce, he's making, putting the beans in three ounce bags 
So yeah. you can have five of those still under a pound. So you can, he can send them to you more cheaply. So. Yep. But Kai's still out there making the deliveries too, as is Mike. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, again, I, I made myself a couple of K cups today of it and, uh, I'm, I'm like, it's, it's, it's too good to be coffee. It can't. Yep, it can't be working. And and that is nice that it works in the in the K cups because I you know some I, I, I got a confession yesterday I I I don't know what was the matter with me Mon, uh, case of the Mondays you know right am I right uh-huh. uh, and, uh, and just I preach it brother and I got up and I was like I'll just I just I. I had some like an old canister of coffee. I was like, I just filled up my K cup with that for some reason. Mm. I was too like groggy to grind, and mm. I. What <laughs> a great little song that'd be! Boy, oh boy, I'd, I saw that as a movie. And I <laughs> too groggy to grind, baby. I'm too groggy to grind. And I a club smash maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Featuring <laughs> but I I did adhere to my rule when I when I'm chugging the shit, as Steve put it, uh, mm-hmm. the bad coffee. Mm-hmm. I I only use my WLS bug. Uh, <laughs> tastes extra <laughs> shitty. <laughs> just make it a total shame based drink. This is just tastes like hot. Bolger's taint. Mm, hot garbage. Just like, just Tastes like, like Bolger's what, anus. Just like what comes out over the airways. All right. Oh, um, a liquid but, version of. Yeah. So I, and I drank it yesterday and I, I didn't. Diarrhea coming out of those transmitter towers. <laughs> I, I betcha. I never hit the right. I never, it tasted bad. I didn't get the right. I know. Lift from it. I just was, I, I was a step slow all day. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I take the time, brother. Heard it on the air. I, take I the was, time. Uh, yeah. I, it was, and it, and it takes, you know, it's a, it takes 30 seconds to grind. I don't know what my problem was, but I learned that lesson today and I got up and I ground and I. All right. Here's what we do. I cake up. Here's what we do. We grind it, and then we put it in that canister. He gave you a canister, right? Yes, that's the way to do it. And then it stays fresh in the canister, and then Janet's got this thing. It's like a, a weird I, scoop, and you go in and you scoop out a, a, a K-cup's worth, and then on the bottom, it's like a, you know, like a scoop, and then you snap the top down on it. It's all It's all like tongs, kind of. It's all, you know, it's on a hinge. You snap the top down, and that's... A funnel with a hole, and then you flip it over, and and it fills up the K cup that hmm. has the paper liner in it already. Wow, wow, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a, it's like a measuring thing. That yeah. is, yeah. it takes like you know two seconds. Perfect. We you know we we're doing it the opposite in terms of your canister. We put the beans in the canister. That's what I've been doing. So and then I, grind it, and then we've got. Yeah, one I think that's probably the preferred. You know, I mean, yeah, the real savant. Because you do or, extra, or, you know, or whatever this uh, uh, gourmand or whatever. But I, I think if you grind them and keep them uh, in, in that canister, we only do like a you know half a bag at a time or something. But. Yeah. Do you uh, extra fine for the Keurig, and then you do a little more coarse for the? No, he said medium for course. the Keurig. Okay, you go me. Extra fine, I think, is for uh, uh, espresso. Es- yeah, 
espresso. I think we do medium. Okay. Yeah. Works really well. Tastes really good too. Yeah, I'm enjoying it right now. Yeah, I just just pl- my I forgot I had some down here. I just plowed through it. Mm-hmm. My second cup. That's really all I need, I think. But wouldn't mind a third one. You know, probably. I'm drinking out of my slime ball mug. Yeah, instead. me That's too. Not, I have a slime drink, ball mug today too. I drink the good stuff out yeah. of the slime. Yeah. Oh, nice. I I also have my slime ball mug working today. So I might be permanently retiring that that WLS mug because I can't chug any more shit. Now is that the Steve Dahl show one though? No, it's just a generic WLS oh, like old logo one. Oh, I never got one of those. Yeah, they probably I think they gave it to me in lieu of a raise. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I probably got the money. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, it's Talk to Me Tuesday, and I think we have phone calls. Last time I checked, we had phone calls, so I am going to go to them now. Let me just make sure no new ones have come in, because uh, sometimes they will come in on Tuesday because people know it's Talk to Me Tuesday. But normally when I see a phone call, I immediately, even on my on my phone, I will put it into the phone calls folder. Hence, you know, yeah, because it's for phone calls. And here's one now. The number, by the way, 708-669-4928, 708-NOW-I-WAV, W-A-V, or wave like a wave file, I guess. All right. This is, uh, when did this one come in? Well, let's see here. Hold on, let me, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, this one came in on, uh, on Friday. Hello, everybody. This is Martin from Park Ridge. I'm listening to yesterday's show. And you were talking about the challenge coins. Uh-huh. Uh, I only know this about them, but a guy I went to high school with, an old high school buddy of mine, to uh, Notre Dame on an ROTC scholarship, and then spent an illustrious career in the Army. And at our 30th reunion 14 years ago, um, he was about to retire as garrison commander of West Point. Wow. And he gave me one of his challenge coins, and it was personal. It actually had his his whatever seal and, you know, name and everything on it. And the way he explained it to me was whenever he saw me after that, he would challenge me to show that I had his challenge coin with me. And if I didn't, I had to buy him a drink. Yeah. So that's how he he uh explained his challenge coin to me. And like I said, that's all I know about challenge coins. Again, love the show, guys. Keep it up. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Martin from Park Ridge. Yeah, I uh, did a little research on that myself, and that seems like that's sort of what it is. Like, uh, well, um, a a guy who listens to us who's... uh, Chicago, Chicago PD, even though they never oh. say that. <laughs> Except on TV. <laughs> Hold up, Chicago PD. 
uh, he 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 wanted to send me a challenge coin, which is cool, and I I uh, I'm, I accept. Um, but so like, if you were in a group, let's say you were you know like the 18th precinct or whatever, or maybe even just all the well, let's just take a precinct. Let's say 18th precinct, uh, and you all had you know you had the coins and you gave them to other people and you were out with those people and you're like okay you know you hold up your challenge coin and. Everybody else is supposed to have theirs too, and if they don't, they have to buy you a, a round. So okay, yeah, like that. So we could do that with uh, slime ball. We got slime ball challenge coins, I guess. Pod- I was saying podcast challenge coins, but you know the way that we that I run uh, we run the store. It's all it's print to order. So yeah, I don't really know that I I I, I don't feel that I have any way to. I know where you can get challenge coins, but I don't know. How to sell them and then ship them without having to do all of that myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that's something that uh, when we get back to doing uh, live shows, which I'd like to do again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's something. Uh, maybe that's part of what you get if you come to the show. Challenge Ooh. coin. Wow. Right? Sure. Then I say that depending on, uh, you know, what the pricing. <laughs> I gotta, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In lieu of a challenge card, you're gonna get a back rub. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I just, uh, you know, it might be, uh huh, but that a might certificate be, for a back rub. That might be kind of a cool thing, right? Mm hmm. Um, so, yeah, I miss doing those shows, by the way. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. Oh, and not gosh. just, you know, not just the money. <laughs> I mean, I actually miss doing them. I, I miss. It's fun. It's, it's energizing. Yeah, it's fun to just be out there and, and talking to the people. Talking to the people and, Brendan working the crowd in that way yeah. that he does. Yeah. Drunk, drunk Janet laying into me. Yeah, fantastic. We're talking dirty. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, that'll, hopefully that'll happen again soon. Um, I I'm, Maybe I'll get that. It's time, man. Lollapalooza's back full tilt, they just right. said. That's outside, though. We could do an outside show. I really like doing it at Zany's. So, sure. I mean, it's. You, you want to talk to the people at Grant Park? Brendan, <laughs> I was thinking maybe I'd talk to the guys at Zanies again and yeah. see, and see. But I don't think I don't think they're back up and running yet. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could look. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I guess I'm open to other ideas. But that that's the right number of people. It's the right type of venue. You know, it's it's built for people to pay attention. Yeah, and you like the green room. Love the green room. And, uh, you know, love the Bub City's right next door. Have myself a nice oh, brisket sandwich before. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, looks like they're doing stuff uh, Wednesday after work, May 19th ju- through June 16th, 2021. Uh, looks like they're booking people. So I have to give them a, give them a, a shout out. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. I'll, I'll check into it. I, I don't know. Uh, I would imagine there's a lot of comedians. It used to be that we would do kind of a, you know, we they've let us do like a, what do we usually do? Like a Wednesday night or something? Yeah. Yeah. And it would be, you know, or a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. Because um, those would be, those were like open mic nights and, and mm-hmm. weren't big money makers. So it was it made more sense to book us in there. Uh, but I would imagine there, you know, everybody's all, all, pent, all pent up, all backed up. So, yeah, 
uh, uh, co- comics and audience. So we'll, we'll see. Cool. I'll uh, I'll check into it. The dude that uh, used to be the 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 manager there, I I, I believe he left. But uh, I know the guy that runs them all, so perfect should, shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be a problem, and then maybe uh, yeah, that Is might that be Mike good... Zaney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Zaney, very calm guy. Ironically, yeah, not and he's not, not Zaney in, in the least. No, which I appreciate as a business owner. You gotta be focused, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, it just started out as a as a restaurant, mm-hmm. but then he realized people were mistaking it as a comedy club because mm-hmm. of the name. Guy, yeah. Where's the zaniness? Yeah, and then he was forced to be, have it become zany. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to, not at first. No, not at first. All right, uh, let's get back to the phone call. Seven oh eight. Now I wav. Hello. Hey guys, this is Katie again from Ukrainian Village. I Hi, feel Katie. like a moron, but I. Oh wait, wait. She got there's there's a a, pre, a call previous to that one. So let me let me go with that one first. This one came in at six oh two p.m. last Wednesday, and uh, then the second well, six oh two p.m. Okay. Hey, Steve, Doc, and Brendan. This is Katie calling from Ukrainian Village, and I am listening to a Wednesday, May 12th show where, Steve, you are talking about how your mother would roll dates and grapes and sugar, and it reminded me of my mom when she was a child, and she was born in 1950, so she's a little bit older than you, Steve, but um, her mother would make her sandwiches of sugar and butter, sugar butter sandwiches, which was just I guess white bread with butter <laughs> and sugar on it. Mm. It sounds pretty disgusting, but I, so I don't know if it was like a sign of the times if other people had a lot of sugar <laughs> embellished things. But anyway, it just made me think of it. And, um, also another tip for Brendan, throw your grapes in the freezer. They're really good frozen. Like Whoa. a nice uh, summer treat. Yeah. Okay. Love to show you guys. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller. All right, bye. Bye, Katie, in Ukrainian Village. But, no, she called back again at 648. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is Katie again from Ukrainian Village. I feel like a moron, but I can't remember what I said. And if I said (laughs) Brendan to throw his grapes in the fridge, I meant the freezer. Freeze them. Eat them frozen. They're good. That's what I meant. If I said... Freezer, then I guess. What did she say? She said freezer. She said, she said freezer. yeah. She said freezer. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. That's you're you're good. Non moron. Love you guys. Bye. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold said on. freezer. Then I guess this is not uh, necessary. But I I don't remember and I can't. I don't know how to tell. All right. Love you guys. Bye. No, you said to, freezer. Do I have to let them? Lol in my mouth then for a little while to warm them up. No, well, no, you can, can eat them like a popsicle, kind of. What at oh. at uh, at uh, I've had frozen grapes before in Las Vegas at the Four Seasons Hotel, where I stay because it doesn't have a casino. When the okay. air conditioning was up really hot in your room. Your no, no, froze. but at the pool, they, they the pool boys walk around with the, with a tray of frozen grapes. Oh, yeah, wow. that seems super. It's got fancy. a real Caligula feel to it. <laughs> yeah, sure. And uh, <laughs> I was like, Pfft. but uh, it turns out there uh, it's quite refreshing. 
Huh. Yeah. And they're wow. just like, uh, I think they're the big ones like you like. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're, they were like a Thompson seedless. And, they, and maybe sometimes it may be, maybe one, a red grape too. See, a red seedless, but. But they know. just had a big tray of them, and you just, which it was like a frozen grape. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and then I, right. and then uh, like they were so refreshing. Every time the kid came, uh, was it? Like, hey, hey, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, can I get a few more of those grapes? You've already had like fifty. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Fucking eight million dollars a night to stay here. Oh, I, I'm gonna try. I, I'm gonna learn the self Heimlich first because I live alone. But then I'll try it. Well, it's still more dangerous than eating a grape grape. You don't think so? Frozen well, just grape. chew it. Yeah, chew it. Use the teeth. And if not, just fall on the corner of a table. Right then the yeah. solar plexus. Yeah. Oh, I, I've heimlicked myself. Pra- Brendan, you should practice that a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get all the bruising? Oh, I've been practicing heimlicking myself. <laughs> I'm ready. Frozen grape season. <laughs> well, I, mean, bring, I could bring some into the bedroom if you'd like. Huh. It's very. I think Steve's right. It's got a Caligula feel to it. Um, I've heim, you know, I've heimlicked myself before just by punching myself in the stomach. Oh yeah, yeah, it does work. It was a Twix? No, it was a steak sandwich at Sox Park. Oh yeah, it's like fuck. And no one would heimlick you there. None of your fellow fans. There was hardly anybody there, and I was up in the that's, in the club. That's so Comiskey. No, this. Hey, was, hey look no, at this guy. No, this was at, at the cell. Uh, but I was up in the club <laughs> section, and that's only four or five rows, you know. And uh, it was must have been cold, or you know, just or just a regular Sox game with nobody there. And I don't think there's anybody in my section. And if there was, I wasn't. It wasn't like I started gasping. I realized that I was choking to death, and uh, I was, you know, like sort of uh, maybe. You know, up in the whatever it is, the three hundred. I think it's the three hundred section, and sort of to the right of home plate. So very easily in camera range. Oh yeah. You know, as I passed out and died. You know, mercy. You know, um, so um, I went into the tunnel and heimlicked myself. And you, so you're just punching yourself in the stomach. Yeah, yeah. And it came. It, it then- came out. It came out. And, and then, then a shirtless father and son team jumped in and finished him off. <laughs> the Ragoose came and finished him <laughs> hey, off. Hey, he's kicking his own ass. Let's help. Don't, don't hey. take it from here. <laughs> hey, you. So, but then, as I have done in the past after I've choked on something, I just went, start, I start, as I'm walking back to my seat, I started eating the sandwich again, which was, it was a little too, um, you know, sinewy or stringy or something. And I started to choke again. I'm like, why are you, why did yeah. you even, why didn't you throw this out, you idiot? So I, I put that this one I was able to pull out of my mouth, and then I threw the sandwich out. And on, on switched s- over to hot dogs. <laughs> on some cinematic final destination level, that's a good ending to the disco demolition story, right? If you died at, is it, or is it maybe <laughs> Disco's <laughs> making friends with Felipe better? <laughs> I think I'm going to go. With, you could choke on a sandwich at Felipe's in Los Angeles after finally pronouncing it properly. <laughs> that would play very well. Yeah. That plays nicely. <laughs> Plus, we could do some filming in L.A., which I love. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, no, Katie, that you were right on the money with that, and that's uh, th- those are good. Uh, I, you know, having had them, they're uh, they're delish. So, huh. you like a lot of your foods frozen, though. 
A lot. Of, I like frozen fruit. And, mm-hmm. I I buy the mixed fruit now. You know, it comes in the bags, uh-huh. and I just eat them frozen. Oh wow! Yeah, I like frozen uh, fruit. How's that hole in your in your line of teeth? Don't you still have a vacancy there? Uh, I have a way in the back though. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to the. I'm going. Uh, when am I going? Thursday. I'm going to have the guy look at it. So. I'm I'm good with it. I don't know that I want to spend the money on an implant. I mean, you know, I don't. Uh, so I'm able to eat just fine. So all right. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, those things are expensive, and there's no. I don't have any dental insurance, and I don't think dental insurance covers something like that. Even yeah, it's a, an elective or something. Yeah, dental I, uh, dental insurance is I, I I've I've had it in the past that it, it seemingly doesn't cover anything <laughs> that you would I mean like maybe if you were in an automobile accident and needed some reconstruction yeah. or something but like just normal you know wear and tear doesn't seem to cover any of that. But no. is the hole a danger if so, if like soy sauce gets in there or something? Could it could it, if it gets real deep into your into your bones? Oh, well, there is a hole where the, uh, yeah, where they screwed in the, the implant that came out. So there's so a bit of hardware still in there. Yeah. But I think, um, the gum just grows over it. So. So it's not like a hole into your system where. No. If you eat I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, that's why I'm going, you know. Something spicy. It gets, uh. I'm pretty sure they can just put a plug in it if you want. So. Ooh. I mean, I suppose, that, yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, I'm 66. I have to do the math on if it's worth it or not. And it's not one of your talking teeth. Like no, you. it's all the way in the back, up, uh, the upper back. So, you know. Not a lot of things make it that deep into the back of your mouth, huh? Well, no, they do. But once you get yeah. used to it, you know, being a little off balance, it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I'll see what he says. He's a good, this, this new guy I found is good. He's a good dude. He's old school. Big fan. Um, although, you know, miss, you know, big fan that misses me. I'm like, come oh, on, bro. Yeah. I'm giving you fucking 900 bucks to pull this tooth out. You can at least subscribe. Okay. I don't, I don't, I never looked to see if he did, but. But those implants are thousands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thousands. And then I always get, I always see the, the ad for the, uh, Eon, uh, I think it's Eon Clinics or whatever. Yeah. And they, it seems like it's cheaper there, and they loan you the money. Oh. But I don't know if they're better. It's one-day service. You can get yeah. the whole mouth done. Yeah. So I don't know if that's better or not. And they say for life, but I don't know that they mean for life. I mean, maybe they mean, like, for a better life. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure, but I'm not sure that I... There's a lot of them around, though, and they advertise. So, I mean, we could work something out. What I'm saying, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the, for the, in the meantime, I'm just going to go to this regular oral surgeon guy in Hinsdale. All the good doctors are in Hinsdale, you know? Yeah. Sure. Shelbyville. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, for now, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Fine, being yeah. Uh, I mean, if you were to, yeah, you know, I mean, if you were to look in my mouth, you go, "Why is this guy a tweaker?" 
But right. no, but uh, no, I'm not 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 a tweaker. No. No, just just a guy. Just a just a guy. Just a man with a mouth. A man with a mouth uh, with a few uh, you know gaps in it here and there, but it doesn't affect my talking or anything. So that's uh, good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you've done great so far. Today. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, I appreciate that. Uh, the number again is. Uh, 708-NOW-I-WAV, 708-NOW-I-WAV. So give us a call, and maybe we will play yours next week. All right? All right. All right. right. Well, I'm going to go upstairs and have one of my my smicks. Have a smick. Enjoy. Yeah. Really, seriously, I looked up smick and apple. First, smick is a... a, uh, what do you call An that? Acronym? Acronym for something weird. But then I put Apple, and then it came up Cosmic. And I went, no, no, I want Smick. And, uh, and then I looked more closely at the logo, and I was like, you dipshit. <laughs> it is, it's Cosmic. So, you know, it's like the most popular Apple. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of new. I'm new, just getting back into the Apple game. Uh, a lot of changes, I guess. Don't know a lot of the terminology. Yeah. I mean, I know Honeycrisp, and those were kind of my favorites up until uh, the Smick came along. Yeah. 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 But uh, as we know, it was uh, bred uh, from the... Uh, the, uh, the Enterprise The apple? Enterprise and the uh, the Honeycrisp. Yeah. Good job. It's really... I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, an apple's an apple at some point. These things are like... Really good. Like crazy good. And it's got the firmness you need. Oh, nice crisp bite to it. Uh, really, you know, su- nice and sweet. Oh. Hmm. Real, I mean, seriously. Like, I look forward to eating one every day. I'm going to track one of those down. Oh. Yeah. Are they big? Are they plump? Yeah, big. Nice large apple. I mean, it's you, when you get done eating it, you're like, all right, that was satisfying. Of course, keep in mind again, I eat the core. So, yeah, your mileage may vary, but I feel uh, very satisfied when I'm done eating one. And uh, yeah. they, uh, they're good, and they're not smicks; they're cosmic. <laughs> so, so I just wanted to clear that up. That was bugging me all day yesterday after I looked that up. Like maybe I should edit that in. Like, nah, that's too much work. So I just figured I'd, I'd harp on it today, which I think I did successfully. Have a good one, guys. You too. Thanks. The Steve Dahl Show is done right now. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. If you liked it, there's plenty more where that came from, but you probably won't get another free one for at least a month. So I recommend going to Dahl.com and signing up today. Take care. Thanks.